This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. It's up to you, New York, New York, New York. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. Beautiful day here in Savannah, Georgia, sitting here with my co-host for today, and I'm going to go with the, it's the coach and the columnist show, okay, sports columnist Stephen Weeks, great job, local sports, knows a lot about local sports, and we're here at the Tunnel to Tower Run on right in Orleans Square, and uh, I'm telling you, it's packed. We got firemen, New York City firemen. We got uh, firemen full gear. We got army in full gear. Well, Stephen, you ran this race last year, and once again, good morning. Thank you for doing this. Hey, good morning, Carl. This is uh, this is an incredible morning in Savannah. The uh, the tunnel, the towers run is one of the uh, most emotional events that I've ever seen take place here uh, in Savannah. we got beautiful weather for it. It's, the, it's nice and cool. The rain came through and uh, cooled, off, uh, cooled off the weather. We've got more than 1,000 people who ran and walked the 5K, families and teams all raising money to support this, uh, this fantastic cause. And uh, I couldn't be more happy to be here with one of the most inspirational and motivational uh, athletic things i've ever done as you as you ran through downtown savannah yeah you saw the the uh, not only the military service but also of course the first responders in gear uh so many people cheering on the sides of the streets uh it was it was an extremely emotional experience for me Uh, i think everybody who ran it was touched um, and, and reminded of, of the heroes that came before us and the folks that we lost on 9/11, who who sacrificed themselves to, you know, to save others, and uh, it's just a terrific event. And that's what's all what this is all about—the Tunnel of Tower Run. Stephen Siller, a New York City fireman, off duty, was. Uh, his company was in Brooklyn. His company was called to the scene. He was off duty. Just got off. He was going to go play golf with his brothers. He heard it. Got in his car. Drove to uh, the station house. Uh, got all of his equipment. Got to the Brooklyn Tunnel. Couldn't get in because they would close the tunnel down because of what sure. was going on. So he decided to put on all his gear. Sixty pounds. Sixty pounds of gear. He ran the Brooklyn Tunnel. Got down there to the Twin Towers, or as everybody knows, the World Trade Center, and uh, he was one of those three hundred forty-three lost in that uh, horrific happening there on 9-11. And like I've said before, you heard me last week, I lost a good friend of mine. Uh, he was on the 105th floor, one of the few bodies they found in that in that tragedy. And uh, But like you said, let's go back to the good things. The race course, I mean, it starts off here in Orleans Square, goes around seven squares, goes through Foresight Park. Within the first mile, the runners pass through two brick-faced overpasses on Downey Street. That is our tunnel. Then they immediately turn right, and they're at the new SCAD building that resembles one of the towers. I mean, you, you ran it. Tell me what that was. Well, like. and I'll tell you, <clears throat> last year there was uh, there was actually sort of a, uh, an overhang of, of American flags as you ran through the the towers, and that that set the stage. And you sort of knew, okay, this is going to be different than other runs. Um, as you as you come up uh, Oglethorpe and and and, and you, you start to to get into downtown. So many people were lining the squares and lining the streets and, and, and yelling encouragement. There were signs everywhere uh, that supported uh, FDNY and, and also the Savannah first responders. What I got to ask you is, when you ran by those 343 pictures, you know, I get I, the the hair on the back of my neck is is raising up right now, Carl, because you couldn't help but stop and look at the photos and they were being held up by uh... savannah chatham county school children and the photos were evocative of just what those men must have meant to men and women must have meant to their families and also to you know what they did what they preserved that day they preserved other families they preserved you know mothers and fathers and grandfathers uh... and in some cases sons and daughters they brought those people 
back to life. And I'm getting choked up right now thinking about it. It was hard to run all the way through it. I ended up stopping several times and, and looking at individual photos and shaking hands with people. Um, it, it was, uh, like I said, one of the most emotional athletic things I've ever done. It was, I would compare it almost, Carl, to the, the same emotion you would feel uh, winning a championship yeah. or competing for a championship or, or passing a milestone. It was just something I want. I will look back for the rest of my life and say, the first time the Tunnel to Towers was run in Savannah, I was a part of it, and uh, it, it was unforgettable. I mean, i, I got to send a big a big shout-out to Tim Guider. He's such a great guy. Another New Yorker from Staten Island, New York. I mean, he's involved in this. He ran last year. It was an emotional uh, situation for him. Of course, uh, Jane Grismer, who's the coordinator, also from Staten Island. I mean, the, I, she she went to school with Steven Silla. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable the New Yorkers that are involved here in Savannah. What is it with all you New Yorkers <laughs> Yo. coming down here? Yo, right? <laughs> I don't know. We there's something there's some, there's some in, uh, un, unsaid connection between Savannah and New York, but there's so many. Timmy is uh, Timmy's one of my closest friends, and he told me he was doing this immediately. And I, you know, my first my first reaction was, how do I get involved? How do I help? Because anything that uh, that Tim does is going to be first class. He's, when he, uh, he's when he a, said to me, you got to get Stephen. I said, Stephen's more than welcome to do this with me. He was ran the race with you last year. I know. You got that, uh, you know, that arm injury, and uh, you know I, I can understand because I've had football players tear that labor. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's one it's, of the toughest injuries. So you couldn't even get out there. And I know you're sitting here watching. I said, I'm tapping. Uh, where's tap where's I'm my tappin shorts? I'm tapping my legs right now. I wish I had just finished this run because I see folks coming across the finish line. I see all these guys dressed up in their in their bright neon running gear. <laughs> I wish I was out there with them, but I, I'm 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 happy to be sitting here with you and talking about it, letting people know about what a special event this is. I'd like to get back to Tim Gatter. Right, go back just to Tim. a minute. You know, Tim told me that they were doing this, and Tim. Tim did a, uh, a special uh, report uh, for WTOC and CBS News on, on remembering 9-11 and particularly remembering this event, Stephen Siller's run. And as soon as he found out they were doing this, he said to the Siller family, we're doing one in Savannah. And then he got on the plane and he said, how am I going to put on a run? I don't know anything about putting on a run. I don't know what I'm doing. Jane Grismer got involved, right. and uh, they pulled this thing together. And I'll tell you, not only has this been a terrific fundraiser, raising now more than $100,000 to support uh, Tunnel to Towers, it's also one of the best run events that I've ever been to. It, it's been smooth. They had terrific... Uh, you know, terrific things going on. They've got music. Uh, Bill Edwards will be here doing the awards ceremony. They've had uh, just amazing support in this community. Savannah has a history of supporting uh, of supporting first responders, supporting our military, obviously, with the bases here. Exactly. But I'll tell you, Savannah has really gotten behind this event and made it into one of the most special days. Uh, and, and by the way, it is every day, every year. It's going to be on the same. It's going to be the, the first Saturday after 9/11. They also uh, they're not only running it in Savannah. They're running it in several cities. They're running it all over the place. There's all over so many the place. different cities. Nashville, Orlando, uh, Vero Beach, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, Mobile, Alabama. Of course, the New York is the biggest one. Right. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They're running these things all over the country. And uh, I just think it's an amazing show of support that, that goes along with our pledge to never forget that day. Never forget 9-11. I don't think anybody will. Well, we're, we're running up against the clock here. First segment's over. We'll be here for the next hour and 50 minutes talking about the Tunnel to Tower Run. We'll have guests on. And I can't wait to get the next guest if he comes on. Is my man, my man, Eddie Ryan. 1987 graduate of East Rockway High School, former football player of mine. we got to go to a break, and I'm going to get you back on, Ed. So just hang out. And once again, my show cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. they got 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav. That's orthocentersav.com or optimhealth.com well you're listening to the call of the monster sports Report live at the tunnel to tower run right here in orleans square in savannah georgia and it's all brought to you by optim orthopedics right here on espn radio savannah 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and 104.3 FM. I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm live in Orleans Square with the Tunnel to Tower Run. 2013, the second year that they're doing this. Last year, they raised over $50,000 for their cause. This year, they're already up to about $63,000. I mean, over a 1,000 runners. The place is packed. They're going to do the award ceremony in a couple couple minutes. But I'm telling you, I'm blessed to be here. And I know it's 27 years later, but this guy still looks like he can put on a football uniform. And uh, it's just amazing to see this guy sitting here right now. And now he's a captain of the New York City Fire Department, former East Rockway High School Rock, former student former friend eddie ryan what's up boss hello carl how are you i mean it's great to see you that's what this is all about i mean i'll be honest with you i miss home i miss just like you know europe in rockland county i'm down here in savannah georgia you know east rockaway's in our blood but you know just how this tragedy brings everybody back and we come back to see people i mean i haven't seen many people from east rockaway since i left and when i got that phone call from tim guidera he says you know this guy named eddie ryan he knows you and it's only one Eddie Ryan, and you know it's 27 years. I said, yeah, yeah, Eddie Ryan played football for me, wore number 60, and I'm telling you, Eddie, I don't have a football, I don't have a yearbook from back then. So when you said that, I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. He remembers the the, the name. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just it, it's just uh, unbelievable that you know it's full circle. So tell tell me about what this means to you, the Tunnel of Tower. Stephen Silla putting putting on his gear, running through the Brooklyn Tunnel, and then being one of those 343 firefighters that didn't make it out. Tell tell us all about it. But you know. Let's just start by coming down here and seeing this whole event. It's, you know, the, I look out at this square, and you can't even see the other side. It's just packed with people. Uh, we went over to, to Forsyth Park, and all along there, there was uh, brownies and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts lined up with pictures, each representing an, a, a different fireman. And it, uh, it, was, it was a great feeling to see how many people still remember, how many people still come out, and how many people, besides supporting us, we had Mike Schlitz running, you know, and supporting the, the troops and the people who have paid such a such a high price, continue to pay a high price, and the fact that the people of Savannah want to help out, want to come out, and want to show that they haven't forgotten, that they, they are, you know, it's... His words don't uh, come to it. I mean, it's amazing. I wish, me personally, if I didn't have to be here to set this up, I would have went. I would have loved to go down there and see that 343 uh, line of kids holding those pictures. Because, you know, first responders, policemen, firemen. Uh, then, of course, we have the military. They, they don't realize it. I, I was just a volunteer fireman. I really only got into one or two big fires. But the, the danger that you go you live with every day and especially in new york city which has eight million people in the five boroughs once again i'm going back home the five boroughs i don't know if people can name the five boroughs but uh it's just i mean i goosebumps thinking about what you guys do every day the firemen here in savannah georgia the policemen here in savannah georgia people don't realize it i mean every day you live with the thought that you know something might happen that i don't want to happen well, we try not to think about that too much, to be honest with you. <laughs> you just have a good time in the firehouse, right? <laughs> well, that's, that's why uh, one of the reasons we do have a good time, one of the reasons, you know, when people see us, we're, you know, slapping each other around, having a good time, is you live with someone. You become family, you know. It's a brotherhood. You, you spend, yeah, exactly. You spend so much time together, and then out of work, you know, you, you, you spend time together, and it truly becomes a family, and you know you can trust someone. And that's what, you know, just playing East Rockley Rocks football. It's all about teamwork. It's all about everybody being on the same game plan, you know, and if... You work together, things get done. And I don't know if you can remember this from 27 years ago, but I told you guys, playing football is like life. You got to work with a group of people to succeed to win. New York City Fire Department, you guys got to work together to succeed to help other people. And you know that's that's something that you know, it's a, it's a calling. It's a calling for someone like you. I mean, to be there every day to to be out there to protect others and have a good time with the guys you're doing with. And I mean, you come down here, you love Savannah, Georgia. But as as far as you and the fire department. Uh, I mean, it's a family tradition, right? It is. It is. Somewhere around here is my father, and uh, good old Tom Ryan. Yes, and he is. He is good old Tom Ryan. <laughs> he's uh, he's down here. You know, he's retired a uh, battalion chief. I, I I told you the last time I was on your show, my my gr- uh, great grandfather was actually on the job. And when I became a fireman, we did a little research. We found out what his badge number was when he was on the job in the early 1900s, and I got his badge number. 1900s, yeah. wow. He retired in, in the 1940s from a fireboat called the Zofa Mills, which 
isn't even around anymore. Wow, know? wow. So it's got to be exciting. But uh, now you're in Savannah here, and people are grabbing you. They, they, they're giving you pictures. It's not like St. Patty's Day Parade where you get the kisses. But, you know, it's got to be a lot of fun that people are saying thank you. People are showing you that respect. I, I, I You could easily get an inflated head walking around. You, know? <laughs> you could easily do that. Cause, I mean, the, the people in the South are hospitable to begin with. But you walk around with a fire department New York uniform on, and, you know, you can't put your hand in the pocket. You, you can't, can't say thank you enough. It's uh, it's a good time. I mean, I, I love it when you guys come down for St. Patty's Day Parade. And that's one of the main reasons why I go down, mm -hmm. is to see who's walking in with the New York City Fire Department. And, you know, like I told you, uh, uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Gain, Gain, Rob, Rob Ganley. Ganley. I, I mean, he was in the middle of the parade, and I'm saying, Robert, Robert. You know, he was four years older than me. He was with my brother's friend. Demasi has it. Well, Demasi, you guys called me up when I got down here. I don't want to get into that story again. I didn't want to fight people with the name change. But, uh, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, that how people down here and the military, how they love the military. So that's a big part of it, too. It is. It is. And that's Mike, Mike Schlitz is around here. Yeah, he's right standing behind you to your right. Okay. And, uh, and he ran the race today, which is, which is an amazing thing. He's a pretty awe-inspiring guy. I met him for the first time this weekend, and... Uh, you talk about a positive attitude. Oh yeah, you know, severe you burns. You talk about uh, you know your motivational speaker, and you just you talk to him, and he's for every reason in the world. No one would blame him if he crawled up in a ball and and never left his house. Well, yeah, and no. he told me he's only home 81 days a year. year. He's out at these things. He's raising money for other people. You know, just just out uh, living life. I mean, I mean, from what the story I heard, you know, his, his, his uh, patrol car vehicle got blown up. He had 80% burns on his body. I mean, no arms. Uh, I mean, from what I was told from Tim Goddard, he was hoping that, you know, his fellow uh, military guys came didn't put him out because he didn't want to live like that. But to come back and be the way he is and to, 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 to fight, to live the way he should. But that's Americans. After 9-11, we, we had a fight. And, I mean, I, you were in the city. Tell What was it like when oh, that all happened? It was a blur, you know. It was. I I left my house that morning and uh, I didn't come back. I don't know for a week or something like that. And it was just, it was just a blur, you know. It was. I remember trying to wrap our like we're looking around and. I'll give you an example. Seven World Trade Center was uh, roughly a forty-story building. Right. right. It collapsed that day. Right. No one even really thinks about it. Right. I mean that it's a forty-story building. building that fell down and everyone's like, yeah, I kind of remember that. You know, to, to put everything in perspective. I went, I went down that day, and uh, one of the things they, they had us do is there's a, a collapse unit in New York City. And uh, the collapse unit had was under the rubble, and they, they grabbed a couple guys and said, see if you can go find that and get some of the tools out of it. So we, we walked down there, and uh, I see seven World Trades, and I look up, and it's 40 stories, and there's fire coming out of every window. Right. And I'm just like, that's not supposed to happen, right. you know? And uh, with that, this guy, John Salka, who's uh, he's a battalion chief on my job, comes over and he says, get out of here now. And he, he he said it not as nice, and he couldn't say it on the radio, but you get my meaning. Because he said, it's not if that building's coming down, it's when, when it comes down. And I'm like, huh? You know, like, that's not supposed to happen. And that that's the kind of day it was. It was just no. one thing after another. And here we are, you know, 12 years later. Yeah, you know? 12 years later, and we're still helping people. We're still giving back. And like you said, Eddie, uh, we're never going to forget. I'm Carl DeMasi. You listen to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report right here at Live in Orleans Square with Captain, a captain of the New York City Fireman, Eddie Ryan. Well, Eddie, it's been great. I'm going to get up with you after this is all over. I still got about another hour and a half to go, but you look great. Your dad looks great. Keep in touch, and I'll find you after this, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll shoot, shoot some, some uh, breezes, some stories about what's going on up there in the north. And uh, once again, I told you guys way back there in 86, 87, I'll always be proud of you guys, and I'm glad, you know, we know about Locust Valley, what happened then, uh, but you know what? It's something that, you know, keeps us together, keeps us going. So yeah. great job. Keep up the good work. Always right, a pleasure. Damasi. Damasi, but you can't say Coach Damasi, right? So Coach Eddie Cole. Ryan of the New York City Fire Department down here uh, helping out with the Tunnel to Tower Run at Orleans Square. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
And today's show is brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hill at AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm the coach here with the sports writer, Stephen Weeks, and we're going to be talking to some of the people that are involved in the Tunnel to Tower run right here on Orleans Square. Yes, we're live, the first remote for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, and Stephen's got the pleasure of introducing to you to the winner, Randy Hart. Hart. Slow, slow down, coach. I'm Randy Hunter. He's representing the winner. So here's here's Stephen Weeks and Randy Hunter. Rand, Randy Hunter. Randy, uh, thanks for spending a couple minutes with us. Obviously, uh, yeah, I could see you're wearing your Bluffton Township Fire District T-shirts, and there seems to be a lot of those uh, around the uh, the square right now as the party's gotten started. As Savannah does with everything, we're going to celebrate with some adult beverages after the <laughs> after the race. Randy, tell me a little bit about. Uh, you know that the Bluffton Township's commitment to uh, Bluffton Township's fire department's commitment to this race and what it means to y'all. Uh, anything we do, you know, uh, we had a couple guys uh, started off with a couple other fire departments, uh, kind of an inner department challenge for us. So we had one of our guys come up and say, "Hey, we got to start running." I've ran a 5K in many, many, many years. So we're like, "Yeah!" And next thing you know, we got uh, we had 34 members of our team sign up, uh, which is. Very, very exciting for us. So we're excited to be here. I mean, it's a great day for it and, uh, you know, to be a part of it. Well, uh, you've got the overall winner in David Adams, who won with a time of 16 minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> yes. So he finished in roughly the time I'd run half of it. That's about what I did, too. So, uh, Tell me about how much money. Uh, were, did y'all raise money for this thing? Yeah, they raised, money, raise? they raised money. And uh, I think we got like $7,500 or close to $7,500 uh, raised. Which, from what I heard, is uh, for a team. Um, that's probably yeah. the most has been. I'm, I'm told. Uh, I'm told you will be the first recipient. Your team will be the first recipient of the Siller Cup. Yeah. Uh, this year is the first year they've done the Siller Cup for the the overall uh, fundraising champion, which I think the uh, it looks like the Bluffton Township Fire Department has won. You know, given the fact that that the folks that that we're uh, commemorating, we're, we're remembering. Uh, we're all first responders. What does it mean to you as a as a first responder yourself to be able to support something that that obviously is uh, means means a lot to every community in our country? You know, it's just being a first responder. Like a, you know, it's truly a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Regardless of where we go, we could go to New York City. They come to Bluffton. We could go to Savannah Fire Department, wherever else in the United States. And a firefighter meets a firefighter, and we have something in common. So when we can come out and support them. It, it, you know, it means even more to us, uh, the brotherhood, encouraging each other to come out. And then you get that little interdepartment challenge, uh, which is fun, too, to kind of do a little bit of ribbon back and forth. But it's the brotherhood and the sisterhood, you know, and they would do the same for us if we had, you know, something going on. Well, so I'm looking at your team, Bluffton Fire Department, David Adams, Matthew Tranquilli, Giovanni Schiana, Enrique Baez, and Stephen Arnold finished with a, an aglo- a conglomerate time of one minute, uh, one hour, 32 minutes, and 27 seconds, which was was about 12 or 13 minutes better than the Hilton Head Island Fire oh, Department. Really? So I'm glad. To, I'm gl- I know. I know you're glad to beat those guys. Yeah, that's. Uh, you know, we have a. We definitely have a great friendly uh, competition between the departments. I didn't know those times yet, but uh, that is. It's pretty fun. We'll, we'll get some miles out of it later yeah. on. Yeah. You know? Now, did you have any connection to to what happened in 9/11? Did you know anybody up there? Um, I I personally did not. Other than I, you know, I was working. I used to work in West Virginia and was on duty that day when that was all going on. Um, but we do have our department has connections up there. We've had um, one or two guys from our department actually leave Bluffton to go and work for the FDNY. And a matter of fact, we sent guys up there uh, during the time to go up and, and to assist them in whatever they needed. Uh, one of the runners that we have running for us today, his brother works for FDNY. So. Who's uh, Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith. Okay. Yeah, his brother works up there. So um, we do have that bond. Yeah. We have several guys that work at our department that are from New York area. So you know they they themselves have connections up there, um, which obviously connects us the rest of us up there too. Yeah, you know, given that connection, was 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 today's run emotional at all for you as you ran around? Were you, were you was oh, it was absolutely. it more of a fun run, or did you have some did you have some sort of emotions tugging at your heart while you, you ran? You're running. I don't know if you got to see the course or not, but they um, the one street over there, I think it was Whitaker. They had um, all the the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts out there, and each one had an individual picture of the 343 uh, firefighter. Said so to run up there. 
and to see that um, and their encouragement, it was amazing. And to see, some, I'll tell you who motivated me it was the guys running, the military personnel running in their, you know, their with their. Um, and their packs on, and the firefighters run with packs on. Uh, so everything was motivating. And to be here, and, and the, the FDMY guys that are here, you know, going around with this run, um, it's very emotional. Very emotional. Yeah, I can tell you, I ran it last year, and running down, uh, like you said, Whitaker Street with the uh, with the photos being held up. I, you know, I couldn't. St I had to stop and and look and and really sort of. Uh, soak in and digest the stories you know those were fathers and brothers yep, and sons and, and friends um and it was you know and I, I have no connection to to firefighting or or, or or police work or anything like that but but it was certainly uh an extremely emotional time even for for i, I didn't didn't know any of those guys didn't yeah. know but i but i know as a father and, and a son and as a friend and a brother how you know how much those people are missed and how much their their contribution meant and their sacrifice meant you know and it's amazing that that guys like you are willing to to put your you know put your life on the line when it when it has to be done you know to to protect us and to and to preserve our way of life and we we certainly are grateful that and that's why we're here you know, absolutely yeah. to, to celebrate that now is this the, did you run last year no i didn't this is the first time is this going to become a tradition for the, absolutely oh, you yeah. got to defend now right defend now and we've already started talking with us and hill and head we've already talked about what we're doing next year to, to make it bigger better um and you know and, and to keep it up with the other fire departments you know so you know, it's us in Hillenhead, but there's the polar fire departments here, Savannah, Thunderbolt, uh, different things. So, um, you know, there all the amount of fire departments that were involved. Um, yes, we're we're definitely making plans for next year to uh, make sure. We gotta keep those guys employed too, the ones that won. You know, we gotta make sure they stay trained so we can. Yeah, you know, exactly. I tell you what, you can't lose. Hey, you can't lose any of these fast guys. Yeah, and the one guy that ran with uh, Tranquilly, we just hired. He's a new hire, and um, we didn't know he even ran. And one day we were flipping through the papers and uh, at the island packet, and uh, we're like, Tranquilly just run a, like an Ironman triathlon, and they're like. What? I mean, so you got to get him on a team. Yeah, well, he is on a team, I and mean, he was one of the ones in our top five so, today. Tell so, me this, man. How many people work at the Bluffton uh, Township Fire Department? Right now, including everybody. That's our line personnel and staff. We have 137 people. Uh, we just grew over the last, uh, matter of fact, over the last six months we grew. So we're a grown department. Um, how many folks are you all serving? Right, I mean, it, as far as that that area, uh, how many people are in the? You know, what's what's the population of the area? We you have serve? we we cover 246 square miles, and then I think we have a year-round population of 40 to 45,000. And now that's now that's not tourists coming in, but um, that's year-round residents. And yeah. then who knows, you know, Hilton Head. And we work, us and Hilton Head work side by side. You know, obviously we're going to get a lot busier during those summer times. Um, but we're fairly busy, fairly big department. We cover a lot of area. That's you know. a big, not, you know, 45,000 people, not that. But, man, that's a big area, 245 that's, miles. you got to, I mean, if you got to be to the end of, you know, if you got to go from one end to the yeah, other. Yeah, and luckily we have stations all out. And I realized that the other day I was taking something, doing something very, you know, taking something to one of the stations, picking one up, and, we'll draw, and I had to go to the farthest ends and you're like man you know you don't realize how how big the district is until you have to drive from yeah. one end to the other but you know and we do a good job with the the spacing spacing of the station so uh you know it's a it's a growing department which is really fun to be a part of it's a young department sure we're growing so we get to be help you know mold it to what it's going to be for the future well, Randy, we really appreciate you yeah. uh, coming on the thank air you. here with us, and uh, we've got about 30 seconds here. I want to thank you for your service, and uh, thank of you. course, congratulations on being the first winner of the <laughs> yeah. Silver Cup. I, you'll have to display that proudly in the club, in the in, in the oh, firehouse. Yeah, and you, you know what? You're going to have to make sure that uh, you invite the Hilton Head uh, group yeah, over to take a look at take that a look at it, see all it looks the time. Like. <laughs> yeah, yep. Thank you, Randy. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
And I'm Carl DeMasi, and today's show is brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton at AM 1400 104.3 FM. And I'm here with the columnist, Stephen Weeks. We're in Orleans Square. We're at the Tunnel to Tower Run, and it's been an exciting time. Packed house. They're giving out the awards right now, and I'm telling you, we know all about Michelle LaFleur. That's the runner, the female runner, the top runner here in Savannah, Georgia, even though she's from Syracuse. But we're going to turn, I'm going to turn my headset over to her, and the columnist, Stephen Weeks, will have an interview with the winner of the female division, Michelle LaFleur. Carl, thank you. I, I've been, uh, I have been uh, covering Michelle LaFleur's running exploits for too long to remember. I don't want to date myself or date Ms. LaFleur, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right. I've seen I've seen her win her fair share of races, and certainly this this one, as a New York native, this has to have some special meaning to you, being able to uh, t- to win a race that's commemorating Stephen Siller's you know brave and heroic acts. Talk a little bit about being from New York and and being a part of this race today. Absolutely, this race is very close to my heart, and I was very moved even during the anthem. I, I cheer uh, teared up because um, you know being from upstate New York and being a part of what happened several several years ago, um, it's very very important that we keep that um, what what those people did to um, to make that tunnel to the towers run and, and those people that died and um, it was two months after. Um, the towers went down that I actually participated in New York City Marathon. I went down to Ground Zero, and um, it was still smoldering. It was it was wow. still, um, I couldn't believe the smell. And um, I remember all the stuffed animals and the ribbons and just the energy um, of the entire city. And, and that that's in the hearts of people. It, it just people come alive and people become real when, when something like that happens. And mm-hmm. that's something that I really felt today. Just the, the realness of what's important. You know, races are important and running is important, but, you know, when people um, sacrifice uh, their lives and, and when, when people are hurt at the deepest level by um, something, you know, so real, that energy is just, you know, impeccable. Well, you know, how proud are you of, of your transplanted home here as a New Yorker that, that's uh, migrated down here to Savannah? How proud are you to see all these people out supporting something um, as real and as tangible and as visceral as as uh, as the memory of, of 9/11 and Stephen Siller. I love it. You know, Savannah is a great, great city, and I know everyone who's visiting here from New York is probably like Savannah's awesome <laughs> because you know we we can create things. We do a great job with all the races here, but yeah, the energy here to create that and, and to put that memory forward, and just you know today along. Um, uh, Forsyth Park, uh, all the, the, the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts holding those flags. And while we're running, they're just holding those flags up. You know, I went out and thanked them during my cool down. That's just beautiful. It is. It's just gorgeous. It and to make that, you know, we run through the tunnel in the beginning of the race. And we go down, you know, the one hill in the city and come back up. And so that the course is very challenging. Um, and then, you know, to go along Forsyth Park, I was just very moved throughout the whole race. Absolutely love it. Robert does a great job with these races. And, and you know, I'm just so proud to be here today. As, as you were running, are you were you motivated? Were you inspired by, by um, all of the positive energy flowing today? Did it, did it kind of give you a little extra kickstart as you totally. were going around the race? Totally, totally. Totally. It gives me an extra kickstart. It gives me that energy. I'm a very emotional kind of person. I got a, I got a, you know, um, a strong tie, of course, to this race as well as, you know, I love to help people. And so I really feel, um, felt that energy this morning. And um, and then I felt the energy with the girl behind me. Today I had some real competition. So I really felt, um, I felt like that all really kind of helped. You know, just it was very energetic, and and that girl really pushed me. I was push today. <laughs> well, Michelle, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. You're still winning races after all these years, and I'm still talking to you about winning races. Thank so you we, so congratulations much. Very blessed. And, uh, congratulations on the win today, and we really appreciate uh, you you coming down and, and taking the time to talk to us on ESPN Radio, and I'm sure I'll see you at whatever the next race is uh, after you've won. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take Thank care. Thank you. We're back with uh, Carl DeMossi Sports Report, and the party started here in Orleans Square. Uh, I'm Stephen Weeks. You may know me as Elmo Weeks. I write a golf column for the Savannah Morning News every other week, and I've been covering sports in this area for about 15, 16 years. And I'll tell you, tunnels, uh, Tunnel to Towers is one of the uh, one of the most unique 
and meaningful events that, that I've ever had the privilege of covering. I, I wrote about it for the newspaper last year. I'm, I'm obviously here. I ran in it last year as well, and I'm here with Carl DeMossi on the Carl DeMossi Sports Report this morning to uh, to share with you the what it's like down here in Orleans Square. And as the party's gotten started, the the picture, you know, people are snapping pictures with. Uh, FDNY members and fire department members and and teams are taking shots with with uh, taking photographs with some of the um, some of the veterans and some of the uh, the, the first responders who this uh, amazing organization the uh, has been able to to support. And Carl, you know. What's incredible is it's a great event. It brings great awareness, but it's also raising real money. Yeah, I mean they're raising money for a good cause. Like uh, Mike Schlitz, I mean, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have, you know, doesn't have arms. Uh, it burnt eighty percent over his body, but you know, he's back here. He's running a race, but he needs special, special equipment in his house, and that's what what this is all about. They're going to give it to two local guys in the state of Georgia, and uh, it's just phenomenal. I mean, while you're talking to the guests, I'm walking around, people shaking my hand, and uh, I had a couple people saying that's great that you guys can come on and you know do a live show for this. I mean, but you know, we're not doing it because, you know, it's for us. This is for 9-11. This is for the people that, you know, put their lives on the line every day. The, 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 the first responders, the military guys, and it's just to see, I mean, I can't even see across the square, like Eddie Ryan told me before. You can't see across the square. It's so packed, Stephen, and uh, you ran the race. You, you've been part of the race. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Just being here is giving me the goosebumps every yeah. time I talk about it's it. It's incredible to be a dozen years later. How many things endure? for a dozen years in our society where it's all immediate gratification and we we forget things so quickly we forget you know we forget our mother's birthdays we're not going to forget this we're not going to forget the sacrifices and the heroism that took place on that day and there are so many families right now in new york and other places that were preserved you know, that were saved, that were salvaged right. by the heroic acts of those 343 people who passed away on that on that awful day. If not for their actions, Carl, there's it, hundreds of thousands of people would be you know would be out of out of uh, you know they wouldn't have their dads, they wouldn't have their grandfathers, well, I mean, they wouldn't have their sons, their brothers, their uncles, their friends. You know, when you start thinking about the ripple effect of how many human beings were impacted by the by the heroic actions of those 343 first responders. That's why we're sitting here today. That's why this race is taking place all over the country and supporting this really it, amazing cause. It's not just Savannah. They're all over the place, and uh, they're giving out the first silver cup to the team. The silver that had, cup. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, people are getting into this. And, Carl, think about this. Steven Siller was only one of the 343. They could do this for every single one of the people who went back in and did their job right. and did it, you know, sacrificed themselves and put themselves on the line. For, an, it, it, for for total strangers because that's that's their commitment that's their commitment to protect and serve and I mean it's uh, it's noble it's admirable uh, and it's something that I think we lose sight of on a day to day basis you know you're a sports columnist I'm a coach teacher by trade it's just it, it's amazing how sports how athletics bring people together. We have golf sure. outings. We have marathons. We have 5K races. I mean, we have uh, bowling parties. That It's just amazing how, you know, sports ties us together. And, you know, I'll never forget that Tuesday when, nine, it was Tuesday, 9-11, when it was, went down, and I was coaching football at St. Andrews. You know what? We went out there and practiced. We played a game that weekend. Stephen, I can't tell you how many calls I got. People tell me it's unpatriotic. Well, I didn't make that decision. The, the league I played for it said, you know what, we're playing our games. So South Carolina Independent Schools Association. And you know what, it was the best thing for the kids. You know what, I, I totally agree with that. I, at the time, I was uh, I was with the Carolina Morning News in Bluffton, and I remember covering football that weekend, and I totally and completely agreed with it because it was a testament to the fact that we're not going to let this stop our lives. Exactly. We're not going to let this interrupt the way that we live our lives. Our country will endure. Our country will persevere. Our country will overcome this this awful thing that you've done. We're not going to let you stop what what's meaningful to us. And this race is just like that. We're going to keep doing this race. We're going to keep having this race. We're going to keep raising money. We're going to turn a tragedy into a celebration of life, into a celebration of the things that make America unique. And I think that's what this race is all about. These thousand, you know, however many people, uh, more than a thousand people came out this morning, and all the people that have given money to support this cause is 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 part of that uh, part of that effort to turn a tragedy into something that we can say, hey, we, we you know we we overcame it, we we, we withstood it. Well, it, it's simply amazing, and I'm glad that I could do this for the first time. I got to thank the guys from ESPN, Coastal ESPN. 
ESPN, uh, especially Kevin Thomas, for letting me borrow the equipment to come out here and do a remote because this is simply amazing. I wish they could be here to see this, the three and out guys. That you know, Savannah, Savannah just pulls together, and you know they're pulling together for 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 people all over the United States. It's not just people in Savannah, people in Atlanta, and this is all about people in the United States. And we know, you know, I know that you know you're a Savannian that we're a party town, and we, we love people coming here to see what you know what goes on in Savannah. But we're also here to support everybody too. Savannah is a very compassionate town, Carl. And yeah, we we do like our parties, but normally our parties have a purpose. And of course, this party today has a big purpose. Uh, I think we mentioned earlier today they raised over what sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand dollars last year was fifty thousand dollars. I talked to George Siller a little bit earlier today, Stephen Siller's brother, who said that last year, completely separate from what they did for this. They raised over $10 million wow. to help rebuild the parts of New Jersey and New York that were hit by the hurricane um, you know, last year. And so it, this thing has grown. It's grown into a national enterprise. It's grown into something that is truly uh, helping helping people that need help in all different walks of life. Well, we're going to be here for another hour. We're going to be here from 10 to 11. I'm called Damasi, the coach, and I got the, the columnist, the sports columnist, Stephen Weeks. As everybody knows him as Elmo Weeks. Here, we're going to have one, one, one hour of more guests, more talking about the Tunnel Tower Run. We'll, we'll catch up on some local sports. And uh, once again, this is unbelievable. It, it, it's simply amazing. We're right here in Orleans Square. we got a whole second hour. We don't have guests. We're just talking to people that want to come up and talk to us about the, the what's going on here. Tim Goddard, we got to get him on because he's the mastermind behind this whole thing. And it, it's just a lot of fun. And so stay tuned for hour number two of the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM. 1400 and 104.3 FM. We're having a lot of fun down here in Orleans Square. It's going to go on for another hour. I bet you there'll be a lot of partying going for more than another hour. And once again, thank you to Optum Orthopedics for letting this happen. My sponsor. We'll be right back after a short intermission. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> In a few minutes. And I'm Carl Demasi, and you're listening to hour number two of the Carl Demasi Sports Report. Welcome once again to Orleans Square. We're right here in Savannah, Georgia. We're right here live at the Tunnel to Tower Run. And remember, this is could not be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused, and they have 26 of the finest orthopedic surgeons in the area, and they're located at 210 East Durant Avenue. And this is all brought to you right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 F. Savannah and Hilton Head. Just a great event. I have no guests lined up. We're talking just about what's going on here in Orleans Square. This is a sporting event, second year in a row. And I got to thank this man. He's another another goomba from from Staten Island. Even though I'm from uh, Brooklyn, I moved out to Nassau County. Uh, you know, he's one of the five from five, the five boroughs, and that's Tim Guidera. Tim, great job, great event. I'm glad you got me involved in this because it's my first remote ever. I've never done this before. I'm just a, a novice having fun thank on you, radio. I tell you what, it was worth coming out here this morning, wasn't it? Oh, it was unbelievable. Getting here at 7.30, setting up and seeing all these people, seeing the military in all their gear, seeing the firefighters in their gear. and yeah, It's just been, it's, it's just, I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because, you know, 9-11 to, to me and you is dear to our hearts. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the Everything about it, it just it just grabs your heart. I mean, this event started in New York City 13 months after 9-11. And I didn't know Stephen Siller. I grew up in Staten Island. He grew up in Staten Island. We were probably 10 years apart in age. But I knew what he did within weeks after 9-11 because the story got out there, that this guy who was off duty on his way to play golf just got the call, and he had to go. And he ran through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, 1.7 miles, wearing 70 pounds of gear, 
the last thing they know, he got picked up by a crew on the other side, and he was was lost in the in the collapse. Yeah, of the they, they dropped him. They dropped him off where they thought his uh, where, where his firehouse was. His buddies were, and uh, yep. one of the three hundred and forty three firefighters right. didn't come out alive. And like I told Stephen Weeks, who my, who's my co-host today, the columnist and the coach. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I told him, I, I wish I could, next year I got to get down there and see these three hundred forty three pictures because uh, people right. don't know that you know even though. I didn't lose any friends that were a firefighter. I lost a friend on the 105th floor, played high school football with him, and I know I keep on saying his name because I feel bad because after I left New York, I didn't keep in touch with Andy Stern. I mean, it, these are guys that are just like, you know, this is where you came from, guys from Limbrook, New York, uh, East Rockaway, New York, uh, Staten Island, New York, that, you know what? The bell rang, and they went there, and, they, and there was no regards what to do. what happened afterwards. That's what they do. They, you know, the same way that uh, our military does, our firefighters do, our police officers do, they answer a different call than the rest of us. Now, and uh, you were talking about the park. That's something we call Team 343. Right. And we have 343 children lined up, a lot of scouts, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and each one of them is holding a poster-sized photo of one of the 343 firefighters that we lost that day. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that, that we all tangentially knew somebody or, or had a connection to somebody. My three children were there today. One was holding the photo of Marty Egan, who I graduated high school with. One was holding the photo of Chuck Margiata, who my brother graduated high school with. And one of my daughters was holding Steven Siller's photo. And, uh, you know, just the, seeing them among that was very personal to me, but seeing each one of those children. And they don't know what 9-11 is. They're going to learn what it is in years to well, come. You, know, the, you, you and I can relate to this, okay? Because we can say December 7th, 1941 right. is the day that's going to live in infamy. Exactly. Exactly. For us, we have 9-11. And, you know, what was great was watching the TV the other night, and I don't know which station it was. You guys do a great job. But they were, had an interview of a teacher talking to the kids about 9-11. I remember sitting in my classroom with my social studies teacher talking about December 7th, 1941. So, you know, it's amazing that it was 70 years later. But, you know, it's something that we'll never forget in our lifetime. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because I really started to see an increase of that this year. A lot of our schools had ceremonies, had memorials about 9-11. B.C. had a beautiful ceremony where they dedicated a flag. A flag was donated to the school, had the names of all, all the victims wow. on it. In, the, in wow. the form of a flag, in red and blue ink. All the form of, and then one of the new colonels there used to work at the Pentagon, and he had in his possession a piece of limestone from the wall of the Pentagon that was destroyed in the attack of the Pentagon. He dedicated that to B.C. That will always be on display at B.C. now. Wow. So they had this ceremony unveiling all this stuff, and uh, 323 cadets out there standing in attention through this whole ceremony, the you know the, the priests and the, and the teachers explaining what happened, because these kids were between two and four years old, two and six years old, on 9-11. They live through it but they don't remember it right. and it's being brought back in our schools now and as much as difficult as it can be to talk about it's something that you have to talk about like you said you Pearl Harbor you, you have to talk about so that future generations who didn't experience it at least appreciate how our country responded because you remember the response after 9-11 it, it's something that in our lifetimes at least we'd never seen before no we, we never have I mean you know I got my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law if they listen I love you mom and pop and they, you know they grew up during uh, uh, you know December 7th 1941 and you know and then this I mean so they've lived through this they've lived through three four walls and that's another thing I want to touch on okay is the wars Vietnam veterans yeah. you and I grew up I was close you were close to being drafted it, it finished right before I was old enough to get right. drafted my two older brothers we worried about if they were going to get drafted I remember watching the numbers right, right the numbers exactly. would run on TV and finally hope that it didn't come up finally these guys who, who were told that they had to go defend democracy are getting the respect they deserve yeah and and they really are and you know I think we do a better job now of appreciating the military and, and, and appreciating them on the front end. When they're going, we have send-off parties for them. When they come back, we have these big receptions. Uh, we have to mention Mike Schlitz, one of the... Oh, of the I mean, unbelievable story. Yeah, I mean, it, he was... They had a race in Columbus last year where they are going to build the home for him, the smart home that, right. that is going to make his life so much better. Uh, that race did not continue this year, so he was available to come here and run with us. And this is the kind of guy this is. This is the kind of people we have in the military. The race is essentially for Mike Schlitz and Todd Love, right. the two guys were building a house in Georgia. Mike was here today running for another Ranger. Right. He ran the race. He had a team. They raised money to support nice. another Ranger. 
it, it's just you know whether you're a firefighter, whether you're a, you know whether you're a military person, it's just the brotherhood what you go through, and uh, they just they they they're they're there for each other, and now they got the local public support. I mean, I love it when I go to the airport to pick my wife up, and there's a military guy, and I say thanks for the job you're doing, and the smile that comes on these guys' faces. I never thought I would see that in my lifetime because growing up with Vietnam vets, they got no respect. It was very different. It was very different, and uh, you know even my father, you know he's passed away a long time. He would tell me though when they came back from World War II or the Korean War, people said thank you. Right. I mean, so these guys were the same thing. But let's go. We, we got a two-minute drill here now. <laughs> Sports writer, sportscaster, athletic events, pulling people together. This is what it's all about. Uh, the most amazing thing, uh, you and I are Yankee fans. I mean, the 2001 World Series. Exactly. They had no business being in that series. Nope. The Yankees were blown out in every game they lost, yet there they were leading, going to the bottom of the ninth in game seven. And they didn't win the series, but right. that brought... New York City, it brought America together. President Bush threw out the first pitch at one of the games. I mean, exactly. it was it, uh, it was unlike anything that I'd seen sports do. But then if you remember when the NFL started again, right. there were big flags at every stadium. Right. There were just emotions coming out when they sang the Star Spangled Banner. It, we saw sports serve a purpose that weekend and the rest of that year that we'd never seen before. And I'll never forget George Bush and Mayor Giuliano, Rudy, <laughs> saying... We're Americans. Right. Our life goes on. We don't stop for anybody. And like I was telling Stephen, because I was coaching over St. Andrews in South Carolina Independent Leagues, we played our game that Friday night. Right. Thomas Haywood, a game I'll never forget, because here I'm the head coach standing on the sideline. I'm looking down the row at 25 boys. I'm saying, how many of these guys, how many of these guys right here are going to go defend us? And right now there is one, right. Brent Adams, who's a, a sergeant in the military, and he's out there defending democracy and giving us a chance to do what we do. We're on the radio talking for free. Right. I mean, we could say what we want, too, you know, but, you know, it's just amazing how sports brings everybody together. Tim, another great job. I'm glad that you uh, gave me a heads up on this. I'm glad I could do this. My first remote, something I'll never forget. And uh, <laughs> once again, uh, quickly, I'll give, you, I'll give you a minute. How much money did you raise and how many people do you think we're here? We are going to get close to $75,000. We're wow. over 1,000 people. Uh, we raised wow. $52,000 well, total last year. Right. We were $65,000 on Thursday of this week. And then we had a line of people from about 6.30 this morning to do walk-up registration. So we're gonna, we hope we're going to be around 1,200 participants, runners, walkers, whatever it was. And then uh, at the end... Bluffton Fire Department, the team that won the Siller Cup, they raised $7,000 by themselves. I got a picture of that. That's going to be on my uh, Facebook. I got a picture of the guys holding the cup. That's that's un uh, unbelievable. Well, Tim, another great job. Jane Crisma, I hope I can get her on here before I leave, before 11 o'clock. The coordinator, I mean, once again, I can't tell you. This is America. This is what it's all about. And you know and I know, God bless the USA. Uh, absolutely. And thank you, Savannah, for the support of this event. It has really been wonderful for the last two years. And it's going to be wonderful again next year. I hope you're here doing it. I'm going to be back here next year again. <laughs> thank you, Carl. Thanks, Tim. Tim. Tim Guidera involved in the Tunnel to Tower run right here in Savannah, Georgia. Remember, this cannot happen without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics, with 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local sports, our local athletes, our local first responders. They're there for us. The center is located at 210 East Rennie Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www www.orthocentersav, that's orthocentersav.com, or optimhealth.com. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. Hey, sports fans, this is Carl Demasi. We did a live remote at the Tunnel to Tower run here in Savannah, Georgia, in Orleans Square. We had a great time. The last two segments did not record due to technical difficulties. I do apologize to Jane Grisma who was the coordinator of this year's Start Tunnel to Tower Savannah Run, and her brother, Jimmy Grisma, a lieutenant in the New York City Fire Department who came today. down. We did have them taped, but the recording did not come out. I do apologize. It was a great day, great event. James Grisman did a great job two years in a row. Tim Goddard, thank you for inviting me. And always, God bless America, and please never forget 9-11. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Once again, this is Carl Demasi of the Carl Demasi Sports Report.